Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 6.35 in Edmonton. We've got the Heritage Classic coming up on Sunday. And in honor of that, our friends at Brent Ridge Ford running a couple of special deals. For the Flames fan, they have a red Heritage Edition F-150 XLT. Got a sport package on that one. Listed just over $77,000. But you, Flames fan, you pay only $64,825 plus GST. Give uh, Flames fan, fellow Flames fan, Chris a call and lock in that price and for you the Oilers fan a fully loaded black F-150 lariat that Bob has great things to say about chocolates for 86,350 but Johnny giving you a deal on this one a heritage special if you will 74,593 prices only for listeners of this show. So don't tell your friends until you buy the truck and then you can brag about it. Call Chris or Johnny today. Get your great deal. 780-352-6048. Let's bring aboard our NHL insider, John Shannon, joining us for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. John, were you in-house last night for that display? I wasn't. You know, I should have been, but I wasn't. Um, uh, and, and I'm not sure I would call it a, a display, Brendan. Uh, it was disappointing. Um, but there were signs. Here, here's what I would say. And I know Oiler fans, hardcore Oiler fans are going to laugh at me when I say this. There were actually signs of life last night. I saw signs of life, which um, I don't think I've seen in a few games the last week. The frustration that we're sensing in the postgame, certainly uh, an indicator that they care, right? And I think apathy is going to be the biggest enemy of a team trying to succeed. They care a lot. It's maybe a matter of execution right now. What do you see when you watch this team laboring out there? And and I guess what's separating them from being able to find the the win column? I, I actually think in many ways they're overthinking again. You know, remember this was a this was a group of players that, uh, you know, for a small group of them, up up to ten of them, uh, have been skating together in Ontario uh, with with Connor and Leon and and the group of guys like Darnell and and Warren Fogle and Connor Brown, uh, and then the captain skates that occurred, and and then the the concept of uh, it's a cup or nothing for this organization, and that's difficult to manage those type of words when you're one five and one and so the human aspect of being a professional athlete comes to roost what do you do how do you do it do you grip the stick too much the answer is yes do you think too much the answer is yes there has to be a way to find something common for this group of guys to do the simple stuff properly because Brendan, you you watch the games closer than I do. They are not 
doing the simple stuff right. And they and that's not that's not something the coaches tell them. That's not something that Dave Manson or Glenn Gullitson or, or Jay Woodcroft tell them. That's that's an internal thing for the players, and they have to start doing the simple things properly. So when I look at the Oilers' records of one five and one, and Copper Bust was certainly the mentality there. Was was Stanley Copper Bust really not the mentality once again for Vegas? Let's say who started this season seven and zero, or Colorado, who I have to correct myself was shut out last night by Pittsburgh to fall to six one and zero. You know these these other teams like Boston, for example, John, they, they aren't um, f- feeling the same uh, effects, I guess, from the pressure though they have the same Stanley Cup aspirations that this Oilers team does. Do you find that interesting? I do. Um, but I also find the passion of the hockey fans in Northern Alberta uh, at a level that is much higher than anywhere else. You know, and, and, and that, by the way, that's not a bad thing. That's a reality. And in many ways, it could be considered a positive. Uh, the passion for Oilers fans right now is how to right the ship. Uh, three weeks ago it was, you know, how do we get through the regular season and get ready for the playoffs? I, I still, I'm one of those guys, I still have no doubt that this hockey club will make the Stanley Cup playoffs. It will. They will make the playoffs. And in the end, Brendan, you know this more than any other professional sports league in North America, the NHL is the quote-unquote win after you get in mentality. You know, we're joking and we're watching the World Series with a wild card team playing in the World Series in Arizona. Um, there's a lot of more wild card teams, a lot of more teams deeper in the, uh, in the seedings in the NHL that get farther. I'm not worried about that yet. I am worried about this team regaining some sort of internal confidence because you don't see very much of it already, and that's that's really the biggest concern in the first seven games. Chatting with our NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. They get a Calgary team that should come just as desperate up the QE2 to play this game on Sunday, which, uh, as Frank and I talked about a little earlier in the show, that, that might actually make for a pretty darn good game itself when you think about how bad each side needs to start turning the page here. Desperation is an amazing medicine for, for both teams. Uh, and the frustrations in Calgary, I, you know, I truly believe are just as deep as the frustrations in Edmonton. Uh, they can't score goals. I watched them last night against the St. Louis Blues. And, you know, when Zadorov came after the game and apologized for the effort, that tells you that the players care there too. Um, you know, I, we, here's the, the magnificent thing about the business we're in Brendan, is that we tend to be either black or white about scenarios. If a team doesn't win and they look lackluster, we think the players don't care. You know what? These guys care every time they go on the ice. These guys care every time they're in practice. Uh, it, It may not look like it, but that's just not true. So both of these teams will play with a desperation Sunday afternoon that I think will make for a really good hockey game. Um, and and the and the challenge after the game is to look at the team that lost and said, you know what, it all is not lost. 
all is not lost because the great thing is my friend Doug McLean told me earlier today, he says, John, the one thing we, we know for sure is that one of these teams is going to have a victory Sunday night. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and he's right. Uh, and you, if you're an Oilers fan, you can only hope it's the team in blue and copper or blue and orange. And if you're a Flames fan, it's the one in, in red and white. And I, I just, I, I wonder how much panic will occur on Monday morning if your team didn't win the Heritage Classic? Because of the spectacle of the game, and I guess this is kind of a two-parter, so Edmonton had to endure this with the Hall of Fame ceremony. I talked to Ryan Nugent Hopkins for my walk-off interview at the first intermission. He said, we can't hide from the fact that that definitely impacted the start for both teams. Well, you got another game on Sunday where that's that's going to be the case for both teams. Uh, Edmonton maybe having just dealt with it a little more well-equipped. But just generally speaking, in terms of events like this where it's much about everything else that's going on that day for the fans and that sort of thing as it is about the actual game on the ice. Extra challenge for everyone to sort of block out and just focus in on the hockey itself and how might that impact two teams that come in struggling and maybe looking for an opportunity to block everything out? Well, I I think unlike Thursday night, um, I I do think that, that Sunday is much more of a level playing field uh, because the Flames and Oilers are going to go through the exact same thing between now and Sunday. And that is lots of time with your families, practice skates, being outside, plenty of pictures, the, the pomp and circumstance of, of that game, the national anthem, 60,000 people, and then drop the puck. Uh, but it's it, 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 it's so I think it's going to be equal for both teams. The, the key thing will be is how the players filter that. Uh, it, it won't be one side Edmonton saying, "Well, we have an advantage or we have a disadvantage." I think both teams will sit there and say, "Okay, you know, because the, the ice, you know, whether whether it's the ice conditions or whether it's the weather or whether it's the sun or whether it's you know the precipitation, which I don't think is going to occur." It is equal for both sides. And that's different than what happened, I think, with Hall of Fame night, which was much more on the onus of, of the home team in that scenario. So I don't, I, I, I think it's almost misery loves company, Brendan, on mm-hmm. Sunday. And they all will try to fight through everything. And by the time the puck is dropped, all those guys on both benches will realize, hey, it's just another game. And it's worth two points. Yeah, despite the eye black and the special jerseys and uh, the rest yeah. of it. Well, <laughs> you know what? I, I, listen, I'm I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Stoffer wear eye black. <laughs> he might be the only one. <laughs> oh, John! <laughs> so we are going to see you there in the house. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens between now and Sunday afternoon. It's a it's a pretty big event. It might be fun to be there. Yeah, I would suggest so. And it sounds like some tickets still available if anyone listening would want to get in on it. John, really appreciate it. And I'll look forward to the action there when it takes place on Sunday. Have a great night, Brendan. Thanks, John. You too. That is John Shannon, our NHL insider, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. I'll remind you that some guests of this very show received gift cards to Japanese Village, now open for lunch at Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. It's an afternoon celebration for the census. Visit jvedmonton.ca. We'll bring aboard Reed Wilkins, find out what's coming up on Inside Sports when we get back to Oilers Now. 
This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Lots of Heritage Classic talk today, setting things up for Sunday. Again, if you don't have tickets, you can listen right here on 6.30, Chad, 5 o'clock puck drop, or probably closer to 5.25 or so. They've got jets flying overhead. They've got a puck drop to do ceremonially. All the rest of it, you know how it goes. So uh, probably a little bit later than that. But coverage starts at 3 o'clock. I'm going to be the roving reporter. It's going to be a lot of fun down there, and I will be sure to bundle up. I will be sure yeah, to rove, roving in one place. Yes, given I will, the direction. I will been. be pacing up and down the two foot aisle to which I have access for this yes. game. But it's it's going to be a great experience, right? I mean, does anybody talk about the actual game that took place twenty years ago, or do they talk about the weather and everything that everybody endured? Right? I couldn't I, tell you what the score was in that game. I have no four, idea. Four three Canadians, obviously. Uh, I think that the result of this game will be more remembered because yes. it's Battle of Alberta. <laughs> I do think at some point people aren't going to remember how bad both teams were playing going in. I, I do think 7, 10 years from mm-hmm. now, I mean, of course, I know we got passionate fans, but that'll become more of a footnote, but I do think the result will be more used as uh, fodder for bragging rights. Yeah, we we can always expect overreaction Monday, but if they lose this game with this uh, sort of lens, this NHL magnifying glass on the Oilers, if they lose this game, depending on the fashion that they lose it in, it could really be overreaction Monday, but we're not going to think about it that way. We've got Reed Wilkins in studio here, and uh, you've been here every step of the way watching an underachieving team um, who may well get their captain back. That would be a nice boost, but if they don't, I'm looking at five players of their bottom six forwards that it's not that they don't have a goal, it's that they don't have a point, mm-hmm. and I don't notice them doing anything else out there, so that's alarming. Well, I to me, every player on the team is underperforming. Absolutely. Uh, so yes, they're they're not getting any support scoring. You could argue they're not getting any primary scoring, except for the game against Nashville. Mm-hmm. And of I I know what the save percentage is, but I still think goaltending's been the least of the problems. And I heard you read the text of somebody saying they don't have a goalie who can steal a game. Rob and I have gotten a couple calls along those lines after the games, but. When you're giving up that many grade A chances against, and when you're scoring zero or one goal in half your games, then it's hard for me to yeah. look at the goaltender and say they the goaltenders <laughs> are costing the same. Because what they've scored, zero goals in a game, one goal twice, and two goals another time. Though granted, that was probably their best game of the year, was the one in which they got to two. Well, like I said, they've gone from leading the league with 3.94 goals per game last season over an 82-game sample size to now where they're at 2.43 goals per not even averaging two and a half goals a game through seven, and they're 26th in the league. So you don't go from the top three to the bottom six like that, right? I think that there's, you need to give time for some 
positive regression for these numbers for sure. But uh, it's it's been tough to rally from behind this team to start, even though this is probably a time where they need you to rally for them more so than ever. Tell you quickly that Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, so much more. Get their new Canadian Club sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, tomato as well. Uh, visit royalpizza.ca. So um, we heard everything I had to say about this team. You've definitely got some good stuff coming up tonight. And I'll tell you what, quickly before you say we've got this guy coming up. The, the most, I guess, outstanding imagery from that original game for me is the goaltender wearing the toque. And we're going to hear from him tonight. He's on, on the show tonight. Yes. Jose Theodore is on the show tonight. I uh, Because of his schedule, I can tell you it's a great interview because we had to tape it this morning. He's living in Florida. Um, we talked a little bit about life away from hockey as well. He has a very interesting uh, hobby. Uh, and then we talked about the Heritage Classic, and he gave a very detailed and interesting story about the toque and why he wore it mm-hmm. and his reaction to the reaction that the two got <laughs> and then sort of any benefits or non-benefits he got after the fact from having worn the toque. Uh, yeah, he's a, he was a really good interview and uh, really, uh, really warm. And uh, we chatted a little bit after uh, the interview, after we taped on Zoom, and I said, yeah, you know, you played in Montreal and how did you deal with it when things were going bad? And he said, you know, I grew up in in Montreal and around Canadians fans, so I, I was prepared for it. He goes, I just always trusted myself. He goes, I knew I had talent, and I just thought if I kept working, if I had two bad games, I'd come back with two good mm-hmm. ones. And he also said players should embrace playing in Canada. He goes, if you don't want the pressure, it has to be traded to Arizona. <laughs> he actually said that. You're uh, not Austin? Yeah. So the, oh, the, uh, hey, i got to get to this day in Oilers history. Patrick LaForge is on, too. All right. Looking forward to that. Uh, this day in Oilers history is brought to you by New West Travel. They've got that three-night trip to Montreal to Jose Theodore's hometown. Watch the uh, team play the Habs. 91 Oilers had six unanswered goals. Could use that uh, on Sunday. 6-3 win over the Vancouver Canucks. We've got live coverage of that Heritage Classic between the Oilers and Flames. Starts at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Game time 5. Reed's got Inside Sports next. It's Brendan. So long. Have a great weekend. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.